0: Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the week, ending March the 3rd, 2019. We've had some insanely gorgeous weather this week, I don't know what's been going on, but it's felt like the end of May, so I've really enjoyed getting a bit of sunshine, getting outside, so that beats the usual February misery, so very pleased with that. So I've had a really busy week, I was intending to start my book Strength, but instead what I did is I wrote another draft of The Chariot, There were just a few things niggling in the back of my mind, and so I corrected those and did a lot of line editing, a lot of restructuring of sentences. So just getting it to that more polished state before it goes off for an edit. As part of my research for the next book, I am reading Immediate Action by Andy McNabb. Now I think I read this book when I was about 14, something like that, back in the days when I was in Air Cadets, and had aspirations of being in the SAS. Now as someone who's registered blind and not particularly good at sports, that's one of those aspirations that didn't exactly pan out. But I've been enjoying the book. The Chariot has been all about having my main character training to be a part of this strange military organisation called the Guardians. And in this next book, which is called Strength, she's going to be learning how to be a Watcher, which is one of the many roles that they have within the Guardians. So the Watchers, I see them as somewhere between a spy and an investigator. And so I have memories of reading Immediate Action back in the day and it being about training and qualifying for the SAS. And so it's like when I read the One Bullet Away recently, it's not that I want to just lift stuff from this and steal ideas, but there will be things in there that will spark little things in my imagination, little details, little things to give it that extra sense of realism and to give it a bit more grounding. Because I think when you're writing fantasy, it can be easy to go away With the fairies, so to speak. Giving readers something to hold on to that has one foot in reality I think is quite important. As well as reading, I have taken a course this week which is on a website called Masterclass. And on this I've done courses with them before. I've done the James Patterson one about writing. And I've just finished one about storytelling with Neil Gaiman. Now I really like Neil Gaiman's writing... But I'm not sure this is something I would actually recommend to someone who has been writing. I think this is probably really good for someone who is just starting out. Calling it a masterclass is a bit misleading. I think this is a beginner's class. This is a 101. There wasn't much in the way of practical things that I could use. But I could listen to Neil Gaiman all day. And I think a lot of the stuff in there was more more kind of inspirational. And so I came away from it with a sense of purpose and a sense of vigour. So that's good in that respect. You know, I keep reading craft books. I keep trying to improve my writing all the time. And I don't know whether it's just something that I'm looking for that doesn't exist, but I just feel like I, I need something else. I need to get my writing to the next level. I need to get my storytelling to a higher level. I think my writing on a sentence level has definitely improved over the past year. You know, I am working on that, but I want to be as good at this as I possibly can be. I don't know whether I've reached a kind of saturation point and maybe I need to seek a mentor who is firmly established, who's a very good writer, something like that. So I'm not really sure how that can work, (laughs) how I can arrange that. And maybe it is this thing of looking for something that isn't there. I don't know. All I know is I want to get better. I want to improve. I want to be the best at this that I can be. I've had more people join my Patreon, which is awesome. Thank you very much. Last month, I posted 15 different things. So this is stories, articles, audio so one series of articles i'm doing is called keep or call so this is where i am looking through my cd collection deciding whether to keep or call an album and what i'm doing is i'm doing a music review but also doing a thing where i'm reflecting on the album reflected on memories so it's kind of like somewhere between a review and a memoir is the best way to describe it so they're personal reviews so this isn't a this is an excellent album go and buy it this is more, this is what this album means to me and whether I want to keep it. So I've posted a few of them so far and I've got stories on there that I've never published anywhere else. And you can get access to all that for just a dollar a month. So that's patreon.com slash John Croncher author. I was listening to a podcast yesterday from the Joe Rogan experience. Now, I really like listening to Joe Rogan. I think he has some really fascinating guests, really interesting long form discussions. And he had someone on yesterday called Alex Jones. And from what I can gather, this guy is just really out there, conspiracy theorist, into some absolutely crazy stuff. And he seems to have been banned from things like Twitter and Facebook and Spotify and iTunes. He's like been completely deplatformed. And he reminded me of Philip K. Dick because he was coming up with all these out there ideas about conspiracies. So I was talking about the idea of, what was it, human-animal hybrids that are being used to harvest organs in China He was talking about mind control cell towers. He was talking about six-dimensional clockwork elves that are signing intergalactic treaties between the aliens and NASA. It was crazy stuff, absolutely crazy, but so much good stuff in there for storytellers, for sci-fi writers especially. It was like a treasure trove of story ideas. So yeah, stuff is out there and a lot of it was or my stream of consciousness making little sense. I think the guy genuinely has some kind of schizophrenia or some paranoid delusions. But amongst that, there were some great writing prompts, which I'm sure he'll be happy to know. I'm sure that's why he intended to do that podcast. So I've had a question this week. This is from Alicia. She asked me why I use Wyverns in my stories. So this is in my Ravenglass Chronicle series. I have talking Wyverns, and wyverns are basically like dragons that don't breathe fire, and they talk. And I wanted to have sentient creatures that may be about the size of dogs, and they can fly, and they may have different senses, different powers to humans. I never made it explicit, but there's a lot of hints thrown at what they can do. In fact, if you read my story Clockwork Titan, then you will see more about what wyverns can do, and how they can manipulate people and control people. And you can read that on Patreon, so go to patreon.com slash John Cronshaw author. And finally we've got the book for the Arcane Book Club. For March we voted on this as a group, We had some suggestions, threw a few in the hat. It seemed that the Fire and Blood by George R. 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 Martin has won. So this is basically the story of the Targaryens, I think it's set a few hundred years before the events of Game of Thrones. So this is like a spin-off prequel thing. I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to reading it, but I would have rather he finished... Winds of Winter. So if you've not done so already, please do join the Arcane Book Club. Last time I checked we had about 80 members, so it's growing. So until next time, cheerio!